To the west of the centre of Edinburgh lies the area known as Gorgie. Once the site of a huge pig farm, it's an area that was first established as long ago as the 12th century. By Edinburgh standards, development and urbanisation of the area was slow, and it wasn't really until the Industrial Revolution that the land was used for anything other than grazing animals. In 1236, Gorgie was recorded in the charters of Holyrood Abbey as being owned by Sir William Livingston, and the land would remain their property until changing ownership in the late 1700s when the Cox family bought the estate and established a glue factory. If you like a biscuit, McVitie's was also established in Gorgie. These days, the area is a hub of activity where you can sample flavours from all around the globe or go and watch one of Edinburgh's two football clubs, Hearts, play at Tynecastle. What you wouldn't expect to find there is a story about a creature with origins more commonly associated with Transylvania than the west of Edinburgh. Even though Edinburgh is close to 1900 miles from Transylvania, it doesn't mean there are no tales of vampires stalking the dark, cramped streets of this ancient city. In fact, we have an abundance of vampire lore that could fill a book in its own right, from the very real Madame Violet and the Edinburgh Vampire Hive, to the strange stories surrounding William Christie and his huge mausoleum in Craig and Tinney. There was even a sighting of what was described as a vampire one night at the west end of Princess Street. Within Edinburgh, there are 39 graveyards or cemeteries. One of these, Dalry Cemetery, formerly Dalry Necropolis, has its very own vampire tale. First established in the middle of the 19th century, the cemetery was there to help cope with the deaths from a cholera epidemic during the 1830s. Designed as a Victorian garden cemetery, the necropolis was built in 1846, with catacombs added in the same year. The cemetery remained in use, but fell into disrepair, as is the case with so many resting places with vegetation growing uncontrolled and headstones left damaged or toppled. The cemetery was eventually, and thankfully, bought out by the local council in the late 20th century. It's in late 1970, on a cold, dark and unforgiving night, that our story takes place. Tom Alder, a Gorgie resident, was passing by the entrance to the cemetery late one night. Too late for the usual teenagers out for a can of cider and a sly cigarette. So late that Tom expected no one to be there, but to his surprise, there was someone, or something, by the entrance to the cemetery. In Tom's words, frankly, it looked as if the figure was wearing some kind of cloak, a car went by and it seemed to startle him, but it didn't seem to notice me. It was around 1am and there wasn't anyone around at that point and I was more curious than anything. Then, something totally weird happened. I know it sounds hard to believe, but something seemed to rise out the ground beside the shadowy figure. Tom then explains that he felt ice cold 
and heard a voice inside his head telling him, it's a trick, it's just a trick. At some point, Tom can't remember how much time passed, the shadowy figure he first saw stepped away from the darkness into the streetlight, allowing Tom a better look at it as it then turned and fixed its gaze directly at the horrified Tom. He described it as being human-like with slender arms and legs. Petrified, his attention was soon drawn to the shape he saw emerging from the ground. This he described as feminine and wearing a flowing garment, not unlike the bluefer lady from Bram Stoker's Dracula, I'd imagine. As if this wasn't terror enough, the female then started floating, maybe two feet above the ground, with her arms outstretched, reaching towards Tom. At this, he could take no more. His courage deserted him and he screamed and ran, fearing for his life, past a local church, then round and along Harrison Road not turning round or stopping until he made it to the safety of his own home. The first flat I lived in when I moved out of my folks' house was on Harrison Road. I lived there with a good group of lads and we'd often head into the city centre for a night out. During the Christmas period, I'd always managed to find my way home courtesy of the star alight at the top of the church steeple adjacent to the cemetery, no matter how dark a night it was. I thought nothing of the story of the Gorgi vampire as I'd wind my way home toward the cemetery. But if I had, I have no doubt I would have followed the same course of action Tom chose. Wouldn't you?